I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to the Cow Corner Podcast. The Birmingham League Show. For your latest dose of all things Birmingham League Cricket. And welcome back to episode 20 or 20.1, considering the amount of times that we've tried to record this episode of the Cow Corner Podcast, Birmingham League Show. As always, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and YouTube, searching at Cow Corner Podcast or at Cow Corner Pod on Twitter. Once again, I am joined, well, once again, my name is James Hurl, it hasn't changed and I am joined by... Poor man's Jack Black, the best looking man in Shropshire cricket, world parting. The man with the golden gloves, Matt Swift. Le chef, Sam Whitney. And Mr. High Performance himself, Andy Sutton. How are we, guys? I'm fine. I finished with Peter Clarda now. It's all gone. The joke's been gone. We can't do it anymore. <laughs> I'm back in the suitcase. Done it again. <laughs> So it's been a good couple of weeks for the podcast team. Um, Such, you've been back into your wicket-taking ways. Will, you've scored some runs. Swifty's taken an absolute <clears throat> blinder of a stumping. And uh, Sam, I definitely didn't. You got a uh, your first ever Birmingham yeah. League ton, which means what is that now? Th- three of us on the pod <clears throat> have got uh, Birmingham League tons. I've said us like I've got one, but it's definitely <laughs> not. Who's <laughs> who's one of the three? Who are the three? I haven't got one. I haven't got one. I haven't got one. Will, have you got... Um, Will, you've definitely got a Birmingham League ton, haven't you? Yeah, I think I've got three. There you go. Will's got one. You've got one. And uh, you can forget the one. most famous Birmingham League ton out of our... Out of Andy our, Harrison. Uh, out of our roster, yeah. So three. I've, I've been hit for a few tons as well. No, I was going to say, I've gone for a ton. <laughs> <laughs> so talk us through it, Sam. Ball one. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, it was it was a little bit sketchy early on, but um, it was just one of those days where 
I kind of just went out and battled and just didn't really did not. <laughs> I just really did not care at all. Um, <laughs> I just got played quite freely and got myself to thirty, and then and yeah, just kept going. And it was just one of those days where everything hit the middle of the bat and kind of came off. And it helped that the ball attack wasn't. It was quite gentle, so I could wear my cap. So. Uh, sweat didn't go down my, uh, onto my glasses, so I was um, so I could actually see, and I didn't steam up so much. I'd, I'd definitely bet bat better. Um, uh, so that yeah, th- this weekend I tried, and then I saw Alex Wilkinson and thought he's probably just going to try and hit me in the head. So <laughs> I put my helmet on, and a few balls later I was gone. So yeah, if uh, any other team. Listening to this, can you just ball spinners at me? <laughs> you get or, or, or Randy Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing, isn't it? Uh, Jono said nervous? he thinks it's down to your uh, married, new married uh, life. Yeah, man, yeah, it could be. Yeah, I'm um, chilled out. I'm married now. Um, I don't know why that makes me more chilled out, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a pretty chilled out guy anyway. But, um, um, answering your question, Will. Uh, uh, I, I don't think I was that nervous because I think it was more when I was coming up to the 100, it was, you know, we needed 40 or 50 to win. So it was kind of more, I wasn't really thinking too much about that. I was thinking more about the game situation. But, um, and then luckily their part-time off spinner bobbed me a rank long hop and I hit it for four. So that was, that was good. But um, yeah, very special moment, special moment to do it at Bridge North in front of their Quite a big crowd as well. I know quite a few people who were meant to be leaving the ground. And I think, well, even Dave Exel was there. He, he said he was only going to have a couple of pints. And I think he had eight or nine, I think. Hopefully his missus is listening to this because <laughs> <laughs> I think he tried to hide that when he got home. But uh, yeah, <laughs> but no, it was very special. Very special. How many points did you uh, end up having is the main one. As well, because uh, they've had to add a back to the statue now. <laughs> yeah. the way the way I've been bowling I, I'm batting all around it now you said Exxon had about 8 or 9 but uh, how, how many did you add when you messaged me on uh, that Saturday night uh, I well I, I had a few and then a lot of the guys were going out in Shrewsbury after and we got to, we went to a couple of places and then I was just absolutely done in. I was gone. <laughs> and as soon as I saw the uh the queue for the shed, I thought, no, nah, no chance, I'm not waiting in this. And <laughs> I, I, I I went I went home and the guys cracked on. Yeah. I was I was fucked. Wise decision that. Yeah, yeah. I think they ended up in fever, which is just uh, oh. sorry oh. anyone's fever fan out there. Yeah, <laughs> good content for all the people who obviously don't live in Shrewsbury who listen to this. <laughs> never go, yeah. never go to Fever, and never go to Shed if you want to remember the next day. Um, but yeah, talking of big nights out, we've got one of our own, haven't we, Suts? Certainly have. Yeah. Do you want some more detail on it? I do. I do. <laughs> do go. Do feel free to you probably ask the wrong bloke to be honest. <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get you started. Twenty third of June. What are we doing on the 23rd of June, James? <laughs> I'm probably There's, working, to be honest. You are. You probably <laughs> are, mate. 
Bears versus pears, isn't it, Swifty? It is indeed, mate. It is indeed. Would you rather be a bear or a pear, or what we like to call it, the Andy Sutton Derby? Is literally <laughs> what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Christ on my turn. <laughs> I'm going to get some shit now, aren't I? Um, yeah, it's going to. It's always been a, a huge rivalry and has been for a long time. And I think the way both teams are playing at the moment, um, their 2020 cricket. I know the Bears have, have lost a couple recently, but the Rapids are in um, a pretty good place from their 2020 exploits uh, mm. and I think it's going to be it's a kind of top of the table clash which is even kind of better timing for 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 us and obviously the derby itself so mm. yeah very exciting times Cash Alley uh, someone who's obviously playing in the Birmingham League is out in an in, incredible run of form at the moment scoring in a ton and just scoring runs for fun he's an extremely good player uh, a player to come out of the Saka um, cricket the South Asian Cricket uh, Academy, which is obviously a, a great fall for them. And yesterday he played probably one of the better um, league knocks. I've seen him a little bit playing, obviously, from uh, Worcester in second team cricket. And now he's obviously playing uh, some first team cricket for for the Rapids and, and doing extremely well. And he's a very high class cricketer. Um, he's got a lot of time. We played on a very good wicket at Smethwick. I have to say that was up there in terms of places to bat I think there'll be a lot of batters that would like to bat on that for a long there was it was good pace there was not much kind of sideways movement there was no turn it was fast outfield it was a hot day it was kind of perfect for that but he he played particularly well and I uh, found it very difficult to bowl at him um, for a long period of time so he's in in good form and uh, and he he scored probably one of the better hundreds I've seen at, at Birmingham League level so yeah he's um, doing well for the Rapids and and obviously, hope he doesn't continue too too much when we when the Bears play him. But he's a high quality cricketer here. Mm. And uh, both sides will be littered with Birmingham League players or players who have played in the Birmingham League. One of those who has made the swap this season, one Ed Barnard will. Yeah, he made the swap over in the off season, didn't he? And um, we've been un- unfortunate not to. Having played for us this year ourselves, he was available for one of our rained off games, one of our many rained off games. So, uh, <laughs> but no, um, I'm hoping he, uh, we get to see him have a good day out on the 23rd. Yeah, that's uh, kilo speed too. <laughs> Best Barnard as well, not our day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, non Birmingham League players, you've got Glenn Maxwell, who is the overseas uh, for the Bears this season, who will be worth the watch. And then you've also got Sam Hain, who is in a ridiculous run of form at the moment for the Bears. And uh, someone who has played some Birmingham League cricket, uh, international star, Moeen is back at playing for the Bears this season, guys. Unless unless he gets a uh, England call-up. Yeah, he could do. I'd like to see that. He'd enjoy the If Maxwell's like trying to sign for a, a club or something, and that's at the bottom of his bio, worth a watch. Mm. That'd be good to see. <laughs> sign Glenn Maxwell, worth a watch. If Glenn Maxwell signs for any team in the Birmingham League, I can put I put money on it being <laughs> Nolan Dorridge. It's going to be <laughs> Nolan Dorridge, isn't it? It's always <laughs> going to be Nolan Dorridge. <laughs> Please don't sign him, Kane Dean. Honestly. <laughs> 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 to be honest, I thought that was who it was going to be when they announced that they were signing uh, signing a pro this season instead of Samit Patel. I thought it was going to be Maxwell. 
Is there anyone who hasn't got an overseas? Us. Oh, oh, I'm oh you have got an overseas. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have. Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Swifty. No, no, didn't mean throw, it, throw him under the bus. You've got no, two. <laughs> he won't listen, so he's all right. Yeah, you've got two. You messed up there, haven't you? <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I actually, I actually, I, no, no, I feel bad. Someone got something yesterday. <laughs> get some runs did we fucking hell <laughs> but yeah so the Rapids have obviously have got Bracewell and Santner as well as well as some other stellar names like Ed Pollock Adam Hose Adam Finch Pat Brown Dylan Pennington all players that we've mentioned here and uh, the big news Will is uh, the big announcement the uh, interval of the game we are going to be on the pitch and halftime interval, the big club versus club competition. So club get your tickets club bought. Yes. Yeah, club versus club challenge. Um, we'll be on there for half time, and uh, you'll be able to make a fool of yourself in front of the entire crowd at Edgbaston on the day. <laughs> yeah, of, yeah. Or, or, or make a make a legend out of yourself, more like uh, Sam Whitney. Yeah, <laughs> you're not getting me on the pitch. Yes, <laughs> yes, mate. Club versus oh, club challenge on at Edge Bastin. I could I could bowl oh. and we could see who can hit me the furthest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that sounds that sounds fun. That sounds like something I'll be definitely we could do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, basically, we have been given two blocks of the hollies. If you don't know so far, and we want to fill it oh. with cricketers. So basically, we want you to get as many clubs down as possible. The more tickets you buy, the more discount you get. So everyone gets a discount with the CowPod23 discount code. Zero to five, then five to ten, ten to fifteen, etc., etc. The more that you buy, obviously, the better. Then, uh, once you've purchased your tickets, if you go onto our bio on uh, Twitter, on Instagram and Facebook, you can find the link there. If you click the link that we've got there or find one of the posts that we've put up, that will take you straight to the ticketing page with the discount code already added. If not, just go onto the ticketing page and scroll down and look for the discount code section or promotional code section, put in CowPod23 and then that will allow you to purchase tickets in the cow corner section that we've got sorted. Once you've purchased them, send us an email to cowcornerpodcast at gmail.com or send us a direct message, a DM to our Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook with the email address that you booked with, the names of the people who you're going with and what clubs they are associated with. We can then forward that information onto the Birmingham Bears and Edge Baston to organize for you to have discounted food and most importantly, discounted drink on the day. And the clubs who bring the most people, the Bears have also said that they will organise for a shout-out on the big screen during the game as well. So not only do you get your shout-out during the game, but you get on the pitch, Club v Club Challenge. And we are also in talks with Sixes in Birmingham as well for an after-game post-match drink and net which should be fun as well. And Sam, you'll be able to show everyone the form that you've been in recently. <laughs> I've I've been on, I've been in sixties before. I think I was fifty for five after that ten overs. So. <laughs> Not my game. <laughs> <laughs> no run. But yeah, it should be it should be a great day, and everyone's really excited for it, aren't we, guys? 
Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure make sure you hustle as many people from your club and also the opposition as possible. And let's fill the place out with cricketers and it's going to be an amazing day. Anyway, let's get ourselves onto the main section and our first division and division one. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, so in Division 1, leading the way are Nolan Dorridge with 123 points. They are unbeaten and only had the three games abandoned. Wolverhampton are in second place, having lost one game winning the rest and the others being abandoned in third place. We've got Hales Owen fourth, Mosley climb up the table in fifth. We've got Berkswell sixth, Smethwick seventh, Ombersley eighth, Kenilworth wardens, ninth, Barnard's green, 10th, Barnt green, 11th, Shrewsbury and 12th are kiddie. So what jumps out to you there guys? Uh, the gaps opened out a little bit, hasn't it? Over the last couple of weeks, I'd say between teams like us down at the bottom and then Candy up at the top. Only a couple of weeks ago, you'd probably think, well, you know, there's still only 40, 50 points between top and bottom. But now that is that is starting to stretch out now. It's 70, 80 points. And, you know, if they win a few more games in a row, Candy, they're going to start to pull away from some sides. You know, getting close, getting close to that. seems strange to say, but we're getting close to the halfway mark now, which is bizarre because, mm-hmm. you know, we played four games. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it seemed odd that we're that close. Um, so a few more wins in a row could push you, you know, 40 points ahead of the people closest to you. Um, so I'd say somebody's got to try and stop them soon before it's, everyone's going to be playing catch up for the last half. Mm. Like, well, you look at you look at the biggest movers. This... Me, it did. Yeah, <laughs> you look at the biggest movers. Mosley, obviously, well, Mosley moved up from seventh in week seven, having been tenth, eleventh, ninth, seventh, and now find themselves in fourth position. And Smethwick, having been around eighth all season, have jumped up to sixth. But would you would you start to be worried if you were Kiddy um, in twelfth place, twenty nine points, having? In the in the nicest sense of the way, having lost last week to Shrewsbury, who find themselves eleventh themselves. Possibly, I think they've had a bit of bad luck this year. Talking to a few of the lads yesterday, they've had a few injuries and um, some of their key players, um, so they're probably reliant on unavailability. You know, I know they're 
they have a lot of lads who teach and at schools and you know, them around for a few weeks yet. Mm. So I know they've got some players still to come in, you know, and there's still a lot of cricket to play. But yeah, I think with, with those injuries, they're probably a lot relying on some of the key players. Like Penrith, there's a lot of pressure on him to score runs this year, I think. And Sutts, Bart Green, you've not... Having, look at, having looked at your scorecards, you've had pretty decent sides out most weeks. It's just a case of turning those losing draws into victories. What yeah. What's what's kind of going on with Barn Green this season compared to last? Yeah, it's, uh, I'm going to put it on me, to be honest. It's, I've got to pull my finger out a little bit in terms of with the ball. I think it's always going to be difficult to do what I did last year, but I've got six wickets in four games, which is, is not good enough at the moment. Uh think as a group we've we've not clicked and I completely agree with with you we've had pretty good availability we've got a couple of people in the second team who are good enough to be involved in the first team as well so it's not it's not down to availability or injury or anything like that we've just not as a group kind of clicked and uh we had a good game against Berkswell uh where we got them in a really kind of we got ourselves into a very good position, getting them five down for for not very many, getting kind of Will Rhodes out early and um, and a couple of others got them five down. And then suddenly Neil Dexter comes in and, and scores a good hundred, gets them up to a, a pretty competitive total. With the bat, we had a, a very good start with Polly going ballistic, as he usually does, and but was very controlled as well. And we got ourselves into a good position and then suddenly lost three or four wickets quite quickly. Uh, and then this weekend we've we've been outplayed by a very good Smethwick side and on a on a good wicket. And it's just been disappointing. And yes, we've we've only played four games in in seven, which has been obviously a bit in terms of rhythm wise has, has not been great. But we can only really look at ourselves. We've dropped catches, we've been poor in the field. Um so we need to buck our ideas up very, very quickly. We've got a big game against Barlands Green this weekend who are one place above us, I think. So we need to get um, a good amount of points against them. Otherwise, we're we're going to get dragged into it very quickly. Like Will said, we're, we're close to halfway through the season and and uh, we're, we're not in a good place at the moment when it comes to positioning or, or kind of form and, and rhythm. So we've got to grit our teeth, get on with it. A couple of guys have started okay. Adam Hines has played well with the ball and... Uh, Robbie Sherman's been been decent, but unfortunately we just haven't backed him up, backed those two guys up enough, and not taking our chances when we need to. So, yeah, no excuses, not good enough. And uh, we've played on some good pitches, to be honest. That was the one thing I was going to say. The three games since the kind of wet weather, Kidderminster at home against Berkswell and and then Smethwick, we've played on three really good wickets. So, can't really complain uh, about that. So, crack on. So staying at the bottom half, it, a big win for you boys at the weekend. Uh, what, relegation six pointer if you if it was football swifty. And uh, <clears> I will <throat> let you now indulge in one of the greatest leg side stumpings I've seen. Uh, yeah, it was a good win, mate. Really good. Um, I think we needed it as well. We've put out some some good teams over the last couple of weeks and fell fell quite short. It's been been quite disappointing. Um, you know, if you'd have looked at our team on paper. You'd have been quite, not even, I don't even know what the words to say is, but we've had a good side. Like we've had some, we've had good batters and good bowlers and just not quite got over the line, not chased down decent scores. I mean, Hales Owen last week, there's no reason why we couldn't have chased it down. I wouldn't exactly say that they, they bowled us out, 
you know, we sort of give wickets away, but, you know, credit to them, they, they stuck at their plans. But yeah, no, good win yesterday. The lads knocked it off really well. Um, and if you want to talk about it, yes, we can. But I had <laughs> loads of shit for it. We've had, lo- I've had so much. I just literally, as we were talking then, I just clicked off. And I've, I've got another bloke saying it's not out. Mate, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not, just quickly, I do not practice my wicket keeping, right? I do not practice batting. I'm standing up to a professional bowler. Just, just embrace it, mate. Just, just let me have a moment, honestly. <laughs> Social just media, me mate. Social media. Oh, Social honestly, media. Honestly, oh, I could do that, mate. I could do that. Okay. All right, Sam. Yeah, crack on, mate. Just do it. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting to you. Sounds like it's getting to you swiftly. It is, mate. Oh, it is, Neville, it is, Neville. It is honestly sure. the best. <laughs> Who, who's, who's this bloke? Yeah, look. Yeah, where, where is it? Serious glove work, but not out. Cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Call him out. Do is it? Just have a name. It, it, it's out. It's just out. Sorry, mate. It says out in the book. I spoke to Pinner after, Neil, Neil and he Pinner. said, and he, yeah, <laughs> under, under a different name. And he said to me, he goes, my foot moved, but I wasn't quite sure. I said, you'd need you'd need some sort of technology to be sure. But like, like I said, a just camera. embrace it, mate. <laughs> yeah, like a camera, yeah, from side on. That you can pause. What I like about the video is uh, Gaz didn't really know whether to celebrate a stumping or not. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to give it like bigger, but then he was like, ah, oh, it's a stumping. <laughs> Eddie Foss messaged me halfway through the game and he was like, um, he's like, I can picture it now. I was like, what can you picture? I said, is it not on there? And he goes, no, the cameraman's done you. I was like, no, it's not on there. <laughs> <laughs> But no, yeah, so, it, was a, it was a good win. Good win, Hurley. Um, I think the good thing is is it, it kind of started us off because obviously Pin is such a great player that, you know, Will and I have been on the end of, of many knocks by him where he just takes the game away from you. So to get him out relatively cheaply and to, to carry on and go and win the game sort of just makes it a bit of a bonus, really. So, And the lads bowled brilliantly, so I can't really... It was it, I was just doing my job. So We've played well for an entire game for the first time this year is what I'd say. You know, we've yeah. stuffed up one innings, played bowl well or batted well. And um, it was nice to have a low total to chase because they batted well a few weeks ago. Talking of it, I know we talked about them last week, uh, but Wolverhampton on a serious run of form at the moment. And you, you do look at the top sides, the top four, they've the majority, apart from KNT, who actually lead the league, have had three games abandoned. The rest of the top four have only had two, whereas everyone down the bottom, apart from Kiddy, have had like three or four games abandoned. But Wolverhampton, a real statement of intent, bowling Barnard's green out for 210 and then knocking them off two down. That's um, that's some going from them. And that's with a Barnard's green side with Rhodes in as well. So They've got a great team. Wolves are a really good side. And they have been for years, even when they went down from like, Division one, they were still a good team. Mm. You know, just the league was the league was really good, mm. and they've they've always had good players. You know, they've got mm. lads. Well, obviously, like Charlie Home last year, they had Warwick. Uh, you know, local lads like Will Neald as well. Like they're just mm. good cricketers. Yeah. You know, even when they've not got not got pros playing for them, they're still. And that's that's sort of how you you measure how good a team is is when they're missing professional cricketers or contracted players. How good is your team? Mm. You know they're they're still up there. You know they're they're still a really really good side. Yeah, Warwick Finn, one hundred and twenty two red off one hundred and sixty two. 
ball, 17 fours and one six. And with the ball for Wolverhampton, Charles Jackson, six for 30 of 13. Oh. Uh... Who's he? <laughs> who's, who's Charles Jackson? I've never heard of him. And uh, Sam Ellis, three for 68. Nope. <laughs> Ignored. You've had your moment. You've got your hundred. Shut up. Sit back in the corner. <laughs> Michael's Michael's son. <laughs> he's played for he's played for their ones all season and um he he transferred from Newtown Linford last season. Oh okay. Well, oh, well okay. he transfer- yeah. he played for them last season. He's playing for Wolvo this season. Um, Sammy Ellis is a good sign for him as well. Sam Ellis is a really good cricketer. You know, he's a very good bowler and he can also bat as well. Well done, Charles. Charles. (laughs) The year of Charles. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Another one. Anyway, uh, talking of other big results, um, Kenilworth Warden side who have been absolutely flying, getting bowled out for 105 and uh, a Mosley side who have been scrapping for results lately, uh, knocking them off two down. I know he's not on here, but he, he posted a picture on Instagram of him smoking a big fat cigar. Um, and I believe he's currently dropping his kids off. Um, so he can't be here right now. But, um... Too much information, that, James. Podcast, family-friendly <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but um, a big win for Mosley. Yeah, they're a good side, aren't they? They're, they've got a good... I think the Barker play. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he got he... two wickets, I believe. Yeah. And he's, he's all right cricket. And the other lad, yeah, he's pretty good as well. Did Amid play? He's pretty good. Mm. Yeah, they're all, good. they're all good. They're all good. I'm not. No, I can't. You can't just keep saying people because they're all good. Everybody, everybody's good at cricket. It's really annoying. K and D, they're leading the way, and I think it's about time that we kind of talked about them because obviously we don't give them enough airtime on here as it stands. But big statement win against Burkeswell, bowling them all out for two two six, and then knocking them off six down. Uh, K and D getting themselves an overseas. Oh, it's just what they needed. Another really good cricketer. <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, he chipped exactly in. He, he chipped in with a 50 off 39 balls. Uh, Hamza Sheikh in great form at the moment, scoring 70-odd. Everyone chipping in, really, apart from the overseas with the ball in that game. But is it is it too early to say that it's looking it. like it could be KD's year? Probably a little bit early, but it's, like I said before... Uh, they're looking really strong, aren't they? So, mm. uh, whoever wants to, whoever wants to stop them, really, mm. for a good performance. I mean, I think well, yeah, in the next couple of weeks, now we start playing more cricket, and obviously people are, are playing are playing more cricket. You know, batters will get in more, bowlers will get fitter. I think we'll start to see, you know, maybe a, a bit of a change in the league table or, or what happens. You know, I, I, you could or you, you might not, but yeah. K and D seems to be the ones that are uh, that. Are, that are sticking out at the best at the moment. So who knows, mate? Creek's a funny game, isn't it? A team who, I mean, they're, they're 40 points off at the moment, but a big result against Bank Green, Smethwick. So how did they look at the weekend? Do they look like a side who have actually found form now that games are starting to be played last season's champs? Would you say that they've got a chance of picking themselves up and running up the table? I think kind of listening to you guys there, I'm just looking down at kind of the teams that are being kind of those lads you spoke about, even with looking at Berkswell and K&D side, as well as Smethwick, there's a serious amount of talent, young, experienced, ex-pro, pro playing in the uh, in the league. So I think, yeah, it's probably a bit too early to, to give kind of K&D the kind of title just yet, because I think 
there's some seriously good teams knocking around and and it can switch quite quickly as we've seen with Mosley. But I think Smetherick are a, a well-drilled side. They've got a long batting lineup. They've got a young leg spinner in Taz Ali who's who's bowling very well. They had Bilal Shafayet, they had Cash. Roshan's a good cricketer. Kadir Ali didn't get any this weekend, but he's a high-class batter. Um, they got Manraj Jahal with the new ball. So you kind of look down at it and you've got eight, nine, ten batters and you've got five or six bowling options. So you you kind of write them off at the at your peril. Um and they're very experienced and they and they know how to win games of cricket. So um I just I'm, from from my point of view in the league, what I've seen and and seeing the teams at the moment, it's I think it's a really high standard of cricket that's being played at the moment. And hopefully this weather can continue and the pitches can be really good and I think the the standard of the, of the league at the moment is probably some of the best I've seen in the 15 years that I've played in it, most definitely. Yeah, and um, talking of players doing well, Ed Bragg scoring 113 for Hales Owen this weekend and James Rodge with 63 as they beat Ombersley. Hales Owen having a great start to the season and not necessarily a side that we, we, you know, we said that they may do well, but probably a bit of an outside bet, a side who we didn't necessarily pick as someone who may be title contenders, but if they carry on the run of form that they're on, why not, eh, Will? Yeah, I mean, they've got, they got um, a good bunch of lads there, uh, you know, some handy cricketers led by, you know, Cavese, who's, uh, will, st- will steer them right when he doesn't let much get away. Why don't we get away with anything, really? Cavese's professional bloke. Yeah, like you say, there's a lot of crickets to go. People have little purple patches here and there. The, we played there last week and they, they turned us over, you know, it's quite a good cricket pitch, wasn't it? It's 51. We've got a lot of bounce, a lot of carry, value for runs if you, you know, if you're selected with your shots, a lot of sea movement probably, probably yeah. but otherwise, you know. If we, sort of, we sort of let them off a little bit, didn't we? So they, yeah. we sort of got them in a good position and but they got Will a good and I were speaking of the week. And yeah, if they're yeah. going to bowl, bowl at home and they like prepare pitches like that every week, um, you know, reason why they can't keep things to low totals and the lads uh, like Bragg and Cavese and they're overseas who can go out and get hundreds. The reason why they can't knock those totals off. I think Ombersley as well. You look at Ombersley and I, I'm pretty sure Lewis, Louis Evans was talking about their side the other day. We put them at, like, they go under the radar but when they've got everybody out their side is ridiculous. Like it is a joke of a cricket team. You know, you've literally got a Worcestershire 11 there sometimes. Like it is that good. Yeah. You know, for them to beat, you know, for them, Hales Owen to go and beat beat Ombersley, it's, it's a great result. You know. Have Worcester got any games this week? Preferably know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> they got a Trampo game starting Sunday. Oh, yes. Have they? Yeah. Away at, <clears throat> away at Sussex as well. Oh, really? So they'll be on the coach rugby on the Saturday. Uh, they're Lancashire, Lancashire in the blast on Wednesday, so the day that this will come out. <coughs> no, yeah, the day this that's, comes that's out. Then, they, then they've got Yorkshire yeah. in the blast on Friday, then Sussex in the Champo on Sunday, Ooh. the 11th. That'll be a rest day for the boys, then, on sort. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you look I'm at the next, you, you look at the next couple couple weeks, and it could be pivotal, as we said, coming up to the halfway point. Um, you've got Smethwick versus K&D and Kiddy have got Berkswell and Smethwick in their next two games. They probably got to pick up something from one of those. Then K&D have got Smethwick and Barnard's Green, Ombersley, Shrewsbury and Mosley. 
Wolverhampton have got Kenilworth, Wardens and Hales Owen, two sides. There's, it's it's all go at the top and he's definitely going to sort out the sides who are going to be contending potentially. And you never know, sides who are at the bottom could be further cut adrift or could get them, start getting themselves on a run of form, guys. I think the thing it stands out to me is that you listed all those fixtures, but none of them, to me, seem like any of them are dead certs to win any of them. They all seem like hard fixtures. You know, you look at the teams that come up against it, it'll be tough to predict who's going to win any of those games, really, until it gets late, a bit, a little bit later from you when we play more cricket. You know, we see who are really, really struggling and who are obviously flying in hammering sides. Mm. Um, all of those, I could, I could see any anyone turning anybody over at the moment. Um, I just don't think we've seen enough of a lot of teams to to say like the that's a difficult game or that's just game they should win. Mm. Sats? Yeah, I agree. I think it goes back to kind of what I said earlier in terms of the standard <laughs> of the league with uh, where a lot of teams are at the moment. I'm looking down lists of of teams and going. There's a lot of high quality talent. And things can change very, very quickly, especially in red ball and um, get a, a winning draw or you get the toss and a couple of guys kind of suddenly kick on. Um, I think, yeah, it's way too close to, to call at the moment. I think there's a lot of quality teams um, throughout and high quality players and a few turn up and or a couple of injuries here and there and suddenly you're looking at a very different table. So, yeah, I think it's still too early to tell, but it's very exciting and and, and very enjoyable to play in at the moment. Okay, guys. So last part of Division 1, any predictions? Anything you're in, going to be interested to see in the next coming weeks? How many people tell me my stump is not out? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish you'd never done it. I wish you'd never done it. <laughs> this is what fame is like. I don't want it. I promise you. I don't want it. <laughs> Talk about my LB instead. Hi. How you deal with it, Whitney and Bridge North? I'll never know, mate. Everyone talking about it. It's horrible. Part of the family in it, though, Whitney. Have you seen Willie P's LBW? Oh, Stone Dead, isn't it? Stone Dead. Walking for an LBW. He's off, isn't he? He's what? He's just stop. He's three pitches down and he's he's coming back. Stood around. I just thought, but I didn't know what to do. So I was kind of like stood there, like do, like teetering on the spot, like do I do I laugh? Do I make eye contact with anybody? <laughs> do I answer all their questions of how is that not out? I, don't, I, don't really, I didn't really know what to do. So I guess, um, mi- missing off apparently. I guess the hardest thing is like obviously when you snick off, you know that you're definitely out. But with an LBW, you never hundred percent know. You, you are. kind of you've got a you feeling. Are. You, you know, you've got, got a got feeling, big that feeling you're stone dead, when, but you can't. You when both the your legs are in front of all three stumps, you've got a decent idea of if you're LBW or not. Just talking about it after, it's like I walk a long way across. So if generally, if it hits me on the left side of the pad, I may as well just leave straight away. But I back myself to hit it most of the time. But I actually caught the ball between my legs, so it stayed stationary for a couple of, for like a second. And uh, but like you literally like freeze frame the ball in front of the middle. You could have just stopped it there and picked it out. Uh, yeah. Well, it's lucky you're six foot four, mate, because otherwise that's not going over the top. Of the, that's that's the only thing that's the, the difference there. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hit you on the right. head, didn't you? Hit you on the head, coming out of LBW. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Um, so she's about to join now. <laughs> Perfect well. timing. And, and on, on to Division Two. Two. We'll <laughs> <on>. <laughs> Division Two. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. I'm good. How are you, boys? You know what? Just yeah, because you've come on, we're going to elongate this. We're going to stretch it out because it is such a privilege having you on the pod. So, uh, as uh, no, I'm sorry, Sam scratches the absence. Sorry, Sam. Sorry for being my absence and sorry for being late. Can we just that was a shit too <laughs> So quick, so quick one. It was quick, quick summary of Division One and uh, Mosley start. Uh, well, we can't play with the white ball. <laughs> we have decent with the red ball. We can't win with the white ball. Uh, that's the start. No, I think um, we. I think we lost every single white ball game. Uh, three out of five. I think five obviously. The games the two rained off. Three we played, lost all three. Uh, we were just shit. I think and most of the, most of the times. Um, it's the nicest way I can put it. Come back properly. Um, and then we chatted about it and said, look, just gotta put that behind us and. See where we go with the Red Bull. It helps obviously having Barker around or and, and Shea around and Andy back in the runs. Um so we had three good games. Smith was a good game actually. Um it ended up close than I thought it could would be, I think. Mm. So we were uh, that was really good actually. I was really part of that win. Away at Smethic. Eleven for three, I think we were, and then to end up two fifty um for eight or nine, whatever it was. In fact, it might be bowled out um in the last over. That was a good score on that wicket. And then, yeah, Ali bowled exceptionally well. Them out, and then two other two. I can't remember now. Barnard's green. Um, mm. Very weird game. And then last week, sorry, not last week, yesterday, which was over before. Uh, I think I think some of the lads were big United. Oh no, big United fans. I think he was going to say. De <laughs> Gea, oh, actually, just. For- just fuck him off. If he wants a wiki keeping lesson, then you can come and have one. <laughs> it's, it's, fuck me. Thank you. Uh, oh, work well. I'll tell you, that, you keep doing that. That's very good. <laughs> oh, you, you felt that really well. <laughs> he, won't, he won't get bored either. <laughs> I can see Right. Well, that's. Cheers, us. Thanks for thanks for dropping in on us there. Um, uh, oh, and he's <laughs> back. Right. Oh, he's back. Oh, <laughs> there were big United I, I, fans. I, I think you were saying us. I, I just did that to see if you guys were listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a few guys are nodding off. Then uh, no, I don't know what happened to my wife. Oh, shit, I think. I hope. Um, yeah. So we. It was definitely a back first day, but we just thought. I think for some reason Barksy thought we should bowl, and I was always I was I thought that we should bowl first as well. Just feel like with him we could do something ridiculous. Um, mm. But he he was he was class again yesterday, and then Oase got Pfeiffer. They actually look a pretty good de- this team actually. Kenilworth Wardens, they're a very good team, very good side. Just had one of those days where mm. a few things went our way, and uh, it was one of those like hundred chasing hundred and five hundred and ten. It's one of those where if you lose a couple of early ones, you, you can't start thinking shit like. Wicket isn't great. We could we could fold here, but mm. we're just we're trying to just be as positive as we can and put the pressure back on those guys. And to do it in ten overs was pretty amazing. Um, do you and think... we just sat, we just we sat there thinking we've got so much time on our hand today. I like, don't know what to do. Um, but it was it was good. Is is pro as someone obviously someone who watches the Birmingham League and doesn't necessarily play, but 
does pro availability in the event and how the pro plays or overseas plays on a given day make a massive difference? Because it seems to me that like if you if your pro has a day, then that's game over. It doesn't matter what the other side do or what how they turn up. You know, the amount of times that you see like a pro getting five, six, seven wickets or ton of runs, you know, is that is it as big a difference as it looks like? That's a great question, by the way. <laughs> Um, yeah, I do. I believe it is as well. You know, you look at, I think, Sutts, Bart Green played Wolverhampton start of the season and then Finch turns up and gets six for, and you've got, obviously, Uzi, you've got Barker and me, like Andy, they're just different class of cricketers. You know, isn't Barker like the leading wicket taker in the county championship? He was last year. Yeah. Was he? He's up, he's up there. And it's um, ridiculous. You know, you look at all those lads, I mean, I know it happened against us, but for Jack Grandy to get nine wickets against us, and you look at it, every single wicket was a proper wicket. You know, it's not like somebody's chipped up. So it's it's good for that to happen. But I was just saying before that pro availability and, you know, if a pro has a good day, it can take the game away from you. Like, it really can. Well, yeah, we, we played... We, we, talk, yeah, we talked Green, about it. Yeah, yeah. Barnard's Green, yeah. Yeah, Hose and, Hose and Rhodes, you know, they've got 180 runs between them. You know, those two boys aren't there. And that's that's the difference, isn't it? But, you know, you play against those lads all the time. So you want and you want to play against them because that's what makes it such a competitive league, isn't it? It's it's one of those things that, you know, you want to play against the best players. I'm sure, you know, lads like Whitney, Sats and, and, and Izzy, they want to bowl against the best players as well because it's a lot better if you get a professional cricketer out than it is, you know, the, the amateur lad that just turns up to play on, on a Saturday. So... Yeah, I think I think that's a fair. I think I I probably agree with that. I think a pro can turn up and probably win a game for you every now and then. But I think if the sides that normally win the league, other sides are probably got the best balanced sides. They usually don't rely on pros as much. And I think last year Smethwick was a good example. And the Bucks was a bit of a freak right because it had such so many good players who were ex pros rather than pros. Um, but I think last year Smethwick was a really good example of a team that didn't really have too many pros. I think Mandraj played a few games for them. Um, being the only pro, so I think you know, you're right in terms of a pro being available can as a one-off can win your game just having a good day because it's so much better than the rest, usually. Um, but I think the teams that win the league are usually the teams that are much more balanced and probably got like more kind of better club cricketers who are available every yeah. single every single week. I think I'd probably say that's the difference. Mm. I did I say mean, before before as he came on, I said that you notice who the best teams are is when the pros aren't available how good mm-hmm. the team is that they put out and then you turn around and go, well, bloody hell, that's still a good team and they've not got, you know, so-and-so playing or so-and-so playing. Those are the teams that, that do win the league. So exactly what you just said. Just it's, also, I think, I, I, just sorry, on the pro point, I th- sorry, mate, just the other thing on, on the pro point is, um, it's it's not just like having a pro available, it's what they, that what the output as well, on and off mm. the pitch. And I generally think off the pitch is fundamentally so important. I think if someone like, you know, Barker, like I said, Swifty, one of the best bowlers out there in the country right now, if he's around and he's talking to the likes of Shea and Yadi and Oase, who are seamers, uh, and passing on his knowledge, I think that's genuinely as as valuable as him bowling 10 overs on the pitch. Um, he's So I think, you know, yes, pro being available is very good, but I think what you can get out of the pro is equally as important because if they just rock up bat and rock up and just bowl their overs and not interested, yes, they might mm. do the job, but I, th- I don't think they elevate others i think that's really really important in terms of what pro you get and 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 who's around when 
Yeah, is that kind of going back to Sutt's saying as well about Bart Green and him needing to do more? You know, is that is that kind of where you see the fluctuation? And because even though there's a lot of activity in the Birmingham League in the off season, a lot of the sides put out very similar sides to what they do the season before. And I know there's not, you know, there's a, a cigarette paper in between each side just generally. But, you know, players having seasons where they turn up and perform out of their skin, you know, makes makes a massive difference. And that's kind of where you see the the variation. What, what basically what I'm trying to get at is why why is there such a variation between between seasons, really? That's a good sure. question. <laughs> a loaded question and we'll leave, oh, we'll leave it, it we'll, so we'll, we'll, we'll it. just we'll just leave that one but anyway swifty on on one note uh cr- classic keeper um someone called kenny carroll commented saying seems that to be less keepers standing up these days he said he's not sure why classic keeper said genuinely believe in the pro game not the best keepers get on the staff due to much lamented batting situation so you see a high percentage of the best keepers in the game playing semi-pro slash league cricket and that's where you see the top keepers. So there you go, Swifty. You top that apparently. I need to start batting there. <laughs> anyway, for years, I assume we've done. I assume we've done a full breakdown of that stomping, right? Because that was absolute magic. Oh, not again! We, <laughs> <laughs> we kind of went through it, and then Swifties, Swifties had two people who said it isn't a stomping, and he's uh, lost his bottle on it a bit. No, no I've not lost absolute, my bottle. I've not crash. lost my bottle on it. You lost your Why? goal. Why are people having a go at me? All I've got, like, how many bad LBW decisions or caught behinds or everything that goes on? But I've stood up to a professional bowler, done an amazing bit of wicket keeping for a lad who falls in the train. He's He's so humble. So humble. It's four times now. The more you read time. The more you read these comments, the more your face blends into your T-shirt, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't finished yet. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, Ozzy. No, I, I did enjoy it, mate. I did. I did make a new, uh, a new fine up. It was called Lakeside Stumping of the day. Uh, <laughs> I got, I got, I got that one. I got that one. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys, and we'll move ourselves on to our next division and division two. Okay, so we move ourselves on to Division 2 and unfortunately things got quite late with our last recording and uh, Sam was quite tired so we basically said that Sam would go to sleep and uh, we would all reconvene in the morning but then Sam has been uh, very busy so hasn't been able to do it so I do apologise for this but um, it will just be myself now going through Division 2 so leading the way are Dorridge with 126 in second place West Bromwich Dartmouth on 105 Litchfield in third 101 Coventry and North Warwick in fourth with 95 Himley then in fifth three points behind them so it's really tight between these top five uh, especially West Bromwich, Dartmouth and Himley um, in second and fifth, where there's only 13 points between them. Then a big drop-off of 22, well, you say a big drop-off, a drop-off of 22 points then from Himley to Bromsgrove, three points between them and Leamington. Then there's a couple points between Harborne and Bridge North, who are eighth and ninth. Then in 10th place, we've got Shifter with 58th. 
11th Tamworth with 56 and in 12th place are Werfield also on 56. Big points uh, to pick up here are Tamworth got to sing their song finally. They picked up their first victory. They won by seven wickets very convincingly, won the toss in that game and elected to field. They bowled Harborn out for 277. Liam Brazier, the star man there with 5 for 92. Jason Jakeman also picking up with three wickets there for Harborn. Swapnil Gagali again in imperious form with 129 from 120 deliveries. Then in reply, Tamworth knocked him off three down. Despite losing Ed Smith's first ball of their innings, Jake Flower, 54, and Jason Jateman, 70 not out, and Suraj Chauhan, the main event, with 108 runs of 81 deliveries, 11 fours and five sixes to win them their first game and a massive result for them as they look to turn the tide Himley with a big result against Litchfield getting the 20 points there Litchfield getting 195 and Himley knocking them off three down a massive result at the top of the table Will Davis 106 for Litchfield and then in reply Everyone kind of chipped in for Himley. Connor Smith, 38. Bilal Hussain, 58. Navindu Vithanga with 48 not out. And Ollie Walker, 21 not out. A real team performance to get them over the line in the 44th over. Schiffnall with a very good side could only get a winning draw against Dorridge. A, a, a top result for Dorridge that considering uh, Schiffnall put out Jack 89, Theo Wiley 127, I've been told by all from Schiffnall that that was an incredible knock. Then with the ball, they had Joe Leach, Andy Harrison, Theo Wiley, Ben Roberts, all, all playing. Joe Leach, three for 55. But for Dorridge, Daniel Khan with 75 off 100 balls. Ashish Chakrapani with 40 and Ben Shepperson and Joe Dodd all chipping in with runs, showing it's more than just the Dave Ball show, Sam Whitney. Um, but yeah, Dorridge still keeping up and still pushing on. West Bromwich, Dartmouth with a big win against a struggling Leamington side who um, are struggling to get results as of late. Despite putting out a decent side, George Maddy and his father Darren, who we had on the podcast, who said he may turn out, and he did. Turned out, got 15. Uh, Tom Warner, the only person to really trouble the scorers with 24 for Leamington. And then West Bromwich knocked it off with Ishmael Mohammed scoring 70. Uh, not out so a good result for them and Coventry and North Warwickshire keep on churning out the results a winning draw for them against Werfield in their latest tie 262 all out but weren't able to bowl out Werfield who dug in and got 167 for six off their 55 again Shivan Bamri Sam Whitney will be happy for his uh, <laughs> fantasy team scoring 85 of 85 deliveries. Vikram Sodi, Alex Johnson, Will Isles, 
Marco Higgins all scoring runs there and and then Shivan Bamri again in the wickets with three for 33. Skipper Joe Arnold blocked out with 33 of 58 deliveries. Will Cook and Joe Wright and Greg Wright, the others to get into double figures for Warfield. So it's all starting to shape up in the Prem Division 2. That top five of Dorridge, West Bromwich, Litchfield, Coventry and North Warwickshire, Himley. They look like they're going to be the five to beat from my perspective. But again, what do I know? I uh, wouldn't be surprised if anything else changes there. And then down at the bottom, Schiffnall, Warfield still struggling to try and find results. But a big win for Tamworth, who will be looking to change their form around and start putting run of victories together. So... Yeah, very sorry that it's just myself reading out this Prem Div 2, but we w- I will make sure that we do Prem Div 2 first next time when we come on and we are going to be looking to get some more guests on our and hosts on our Division 2 roster. So if you do know anyone who would be keen or would be a good addition, please get in touch and let us know just in case that if these things happen again and we can't get Andy or Sam... <laughs> We've got someone else who we can come on and chat with me. So it's just not me rabbiting on against you. But yeah, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Cow Corner podcast. Make sure you get your tickets booked for the Rapids versus Bears game. Cow Pod 23, Club V Club Challenge on the pitch at the interval. We've got the afters at sixes in Birmingham as well. It's going to be fun. It's going to be carnage. You do not want to miss out. Anyway like share and subscribe thank you for listening to another episode of the cow corner podcast until next time goodbye Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.